Welcome to 18 Minutes of Workplace Horror Stories and Helpful Tips. We are Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, and this is Braving Bad Bosses. Jeff is the president of Wolf Prairie, a leadership and organization development firm. He doesn't even have a boss. And Todd is lucky enough to have the best boss ever, and I'm pretty sure he'd say that even if his boss wasn't listening. But over the years, we've both seen a lot oh, yeah. and learned a little. And we're not too shy about passing judgments and armchair quarterbacking the way things should be. So join us for a pint this week as we discuss the nepotistic boss. All right, so this is another horror story. It comes from a listener. And um, I don't know. Let's just call this one Michael. All right. Just Michael. Michael. I like Michael. You know that Michael is the most common name? I did like, not know that. in America. It's maybe, not Jeff? Maybe the world? Yeah. No, no, it's Michael. It's yeah. Michael. Like, I saw statistics that if you're in a room with 100 people and you say, Michael, like, four people will raise their hand that it will turn around or whatever. That's fascinating. Right. Let's get so, on to the horror right. story. Okay. Right. So, Michael, <laughs> quit, quit <delaying>. Michael submitted <laughs> this horror story. Here's what he said. He said, I was enjoying my job when one of the partners of my company brought his wife in to join my team. Uh-oh. I was told it was my responsibility to help her succeed. Unfortunately, the head of the company was against this move, but didn't do anything about it. Here's the kicker. She was terrible at the job. So she and the partner, her husband, blamed me. The head of the company still wouldn't do anything about it, so he, get this, Todd, you won't believe this, the head of the company suggested I try to make her cry and make her life miserable so she would just quit. That makes me want to cry. Well, this wasn't something I would do, so I went to my direct boss, who is also a partner, for some help. He told me that he would not sacrifice friendship over a work issue and that I was on my own. Holy cow. It, like, yeah. I don't even know where to begin on this. So you, you've really got kind of three examples of bad bosses here, right? Yeah. So you've got the spouse who insisted on bringing her in and then kind of setting up the unrealistic expectation. Your job is to help make her successful. Right. you got the head of the company who's like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. It's like it's, uh, it's, a, it's a company of geese. What, what's the ostrich in the sand? Uh, the head, head in the, the sand. head in the sand head scenario. The sand, head in the yeah. sand scenario. Yep. And then uh, your own boss who didn't want to get personally involved in that. So, right. Yeah. And so you're stuck here yeah. with a bad fit, apparently. Yeah. Um, and who knows whether she even wants to be there. We don't know. Right. We don't know from the right. story. But uh, his job is to make her successful, but she's terrible, whatever job it was. Yep. Yep. So, all right. So let's jump into a little bit of bad boss rehab really fast. Got a, got a couple of bad bosses here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Where would we start? Well, I think the the, uh, the first and foremost is you can't force somebody like this upon the organization. <clears throat> and so, okay. you know, really making sure that you understand what the organization needs. And, and, and it's a little bit like you should recluse yourself from this situation, right? Did I, yeah. So... Um, <laughs> so if you're if you're d deciding the case or whatever, remove yourself from that situation because yeah. you're too close to it. A hiring decision like this, when it's one of your relatives, certainly your wife, you should be able to say, I, I can't make this decision. <laughs> right. I think right. she'd be a good fit for this. You guys talk to her. Right. Whatever you want to do right. is fine with me. Right. Yep. Yep. Rule number one, don't make somebody add someone to their team. Right. They don't get to choose. Right. I mean, that is just rule number one. Right. Allow the manager to hire their own people. Right. You can have a say in it. You can even evaluate the final choices. But for Pete's sake, do not force someone to take someone on their team. Right. That's rule number one. So that's that's the, and then and then if you're the if you're the owner or the head of the company and you're the managing director or whatever and you're not willing to put your foot down and say, we don't want this person in here. Yeah. So, so there's there's no confronting. I mean, this is nepotism galore. I mean, these 
these not just bringing the wife in, but if you want to call it nepotism, where you've got three partners who right. are like best buddies or whatever that started a company and none of them are willing to do the hard thing. I, I got to jump in here and say this part of the owner of the company saying, make her life so miserable that she'll cry, make her cry and want to leave. That, that, that is immature. Isn't that it? is horrific. It's terrible. Um, and so that uh, that is never. Um, Insinuating pain in that regard is never the option to be able to, to make somebody leave. And so, such a wussy way out. Right. Isn't so, it? how about like, let's coach her on performance and let's set some. And, and, and if it's setting expectations that yeah. we know she's not going to achieve, at least it's yeah. performance based as yeah. opposed to making her life so miserable that she's not going to. Yeah, that to seems be. harder to me than to, than to do the other. To just to, to yes. have clear expectations and hold her accountable. Unless, a lot harder. Yes, unless you've got some psychopathic tendencies there and you like to have people cry that yeah. that would be a much more difficult yeah. thing to do than to actually set realistic expectations and hold her accountable to that exactly so i'm gonna i'm gonna say that the head of the company is the worst boss in this scenario yeah for now. yeah All right and then let's talk briefly the 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 last boss that he that he mentioned where he went to his own boss for yep. a little bit of help saying yep. what the heck am i supposed to do here guy's also a partner buddies with the other two and said, he just hey, washes his hands. Good luck with good that, luck my with friend. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to jeopardize a friendship over this issue, so just do the best you can. Yeah, and, and my recommendation, and I get the reality of the fact that I've got a friendship to maintain there, but my recommendation to this boss would be, you've got somebody who's got to deal with this issue, so don't yeah. just wash your hands of it. Say, look, this is a tricky situation, and I can't personally get involved because of this, but let's talk through strategies that can that help be, you succeed in this. That would be a great thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and here's what we can do together to make sure that we can do this. And I need you to, you know, make sure that I don't get brought into this. Yep. Like, let's have finesse this. So, yeah, good. Right. No, that's good. That's enough for bad boss. We, we know these three bosses aren't going to listen to any bit of that. No, probably not. Yeah. So, what do we do to help Michael out here? Well, I think we give him some tips on how to brush up his resume. <laughs> <laughs> no. First, step number one, oh, get no. your resume right. in order. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to take that off the table for now. But it wouldn't be a bad idea in a in a situation like this to uh, not wait too long. Right. But um, but let's assume that he's, he likes the job other than this situation yeah. and he wants to stay. So, um, you know, one, one of the things that comes to mind, I think, I think we, we touched on it, is, you know, when you're dealing with something that is unreasonable, yeah. that is not fact-based like this, I think the best solution is to be fact-based. Yes. You know, and just say, okay, I'm in a highly char politically charged, nepotistic situation. Everything I do with this person on my team needs to be by the book. Ne yep. I need to be very, very clear with what's expected in the job. This isn't personal. This, yep. is the, this is the role. This is what's expected. Clear documentation. Assume that everything I do is under the microscope. Yep. And is going to come to light. Yep. So... So what do I need to do to make it crystal clear what needs to be done? You know, it, it, Michael probably will not view it this way, but I, I think there's a tremendous opportunity here for Michael to say, this is a fun laboratory for me to really enhance my supervisory skills. You always skills. look on the bright side. This is a wise look no. on the bright side of life. <laughs> Okay, that's enough. That's enough. So what I what I like about this is you've got to do this one so by the book. Like, it's got to be yeah. crystal clear. Like, like, he should have the mindset that if an investigative team came in yeah. and did some research on what I did, how, how would the final report look like on that? Yeah. 
And so it's a chance to really play this totally by the book. Sure. And Which I think you should anyway. I mean, it, it, I think extra care is on this one, though. It, it's know? a valid, valid point. You should always do it by right. the book and should make sure that you do it. But you can't not address behavior. That, I think we can both agree for him to just put up with this person on the team doing a terrible job. It's an option. But yeah, it's not, not the a, right not a good option. one. It's not yeah. fair to the rest of the team. It's not fair to the rest yeah. of the team. It's not fair to him. And it, it's honestly not fair to um, whoever d- the person that he's brought in on the team. Right. You know. So I think that the trick here is to set performance and expectation in such a way that you take her as a partner. If your job, and this is where I yeah. think it's a lucky part for Michael, if you were given the direction to help her succeed, then the tactic you need to take is she's not being successful in this job. Right. So my best job to help her succeed is to find the job that she's going to be successful in. So go directly to her, right? Totally. You know, this isn't personal. Um, You're not, well, I I always like to ask, how do you think you're doing? Right. You know, and and, and not just leave it open, you know, an open-ended question like that, but sometimes say, you know what, this job requires these three things. Yep. Let's talk about how you think you're doing on each of these three things. Yep. And, you know, I, I found that... In most cases, people are pretty honest. Right. They're, sometimes they're harder on themselves than you would be. Yep. So you give her a chance to, to you know, just kind of look at her and say, you know, do you like what you do? Right. I mean, you got put in this department. I didn't pick you. You didn't ask. <laughs> do you, you know, and maybe she opens up and says, right. Right. yeah, I'm a fish out of water here. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't like it. Yeah. I know I'm not doing a good job. Yeah. And maybe you can convince her to, obviously, she can pull some strings that yeah. you can't maybe yep. you can't convince her to go to one of these partners and say put me someplace else yep. you know i need the money i need the i need a job but this isn't working out what let, let's help michael to the extreme let's say she does not self uh assess right. accurately okay. she thinks she's doing a fantastic job oh and she's very happy where she is oh okay yeah. all right how, do, how does michael crank up the heat I think I think then it's more. Or does he just get out no, of the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think you go back to the the, uh, the being very very objective. Yeah, you say, listen, you know, this job exists for this purpose. Right, these three things have to be done really well. Yeah, um, I'm afraid that we don't agree on the quality of your performance in these three right. things. This one you're doing fine. These two, you know, I just I just the need it needs to be better. Right, um, and then you just have to document like crazy. Yeah, you know that you can back that up. Yep, right and. You know, I this is a this is a this is a highly charged. You know, this has got family business written all over it. I mean, he could still get, you know, taken to the woodshed. Oh, yeah. for for speaking the truth to this person. Right, right. and you can't control that, right? right. But right. Do, you know, do it everything everything you can to number one, coach her, improve her performance. If she's just really bad at it, then then she does need to she needs to self-select she needs to to get out of the out of the way yeah if if you know if she won't get out of the way then then what do you do you take your documentation to to who and who would you take it to in this situation yeah so that's kind of the the fascinating Uh, part is that you think about the the three boss players in this so the head of the company the spouse and your direct boss and i think i'd start with the direct boss and going to my direct boss and say Here's the performance I've laid out. Here's the gaps that I have in it. Here's the coaching that I've provided. Right. Um, here's the cost that it's coming to the team. Here's the difficulty I've had with it, and here's how she's self-assessed herself. Um, and he still says, you're on your own. Right, yeah. No, good luck with that. Then um, then I think, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, and I guess at that point, it, 
to take this all the way to its craziest extension that, you know, you kind of get to a point where like, no, you're not doing the job. She says she's doing a great job. And you're like, nope, the gap is there. What do you do? Do you have to just keep her on the team then? Or you don't have the power to fire her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think unfortunately you're stuck. Yeah. So, so let's let let me let me turn the tables a little bit on this because right. I think this topic I don't want to leave this topic without talking a little bit about family business. Oh yeah, and in the situations that a lot of listeners may find themselves in when you're in a small company or it's a family business and you've got family members that are brought in to yep. certain positions. Yep. Have you have you ever worked in a family? I've business? I've been very fortunate not you've to. Not to. Damn. Okay. So your current employer is not a family business. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, I haven't either. But. Um, I worked closely as a consultant yeah. with one um, for a period of a couple of years, and it was run by a couple of brothers. Okay. And, um, y- you know, the, I, I'm trying to think back. I don't remember a, a lot there because they, they kind of had their lanes. They, they both had special gifts, and they yeah. were both pretty good at what they did. Yeah. But um, I think th- I think there are, you know, what do you do when you have, a, when you have an employee, when, when you're working in a company and you've got, say, junior, yeah. you know? The boss's son, the second generation, third generation, or whatever, is yep. is being groomed. Yep. Is in the organization, but clearly not ready to take over, and is put into into roles that it's not ready for. Yep. What, how, any any suggestions on how to deal with that sort of situation? Yeah, I th- I, to me, it's always about the objectiveness of really getting back to what is it the job you want that needs to be done, and how do you measure performance against those expectations to be able to either illustrate the gap or talk through that gap. Um, I do know of friends of mine who have started their own company, um, about 20 total employees, and the brothers are ones who basically started the company. And one of the spouses of the brother is the head of HR for the company, uh, which uh, makes it very challenging because if you've got a problem with one of the brothers, yeah. it, you know, talking to the spouse of that. And so uh, yeah. they've tried to work real hard to very clearly define roles and responsibilities and be able to say, if you talk to me about these kinds of issues, I won't take that back to him or this is the kind of stuff. But how do we have that conversation to make sure you embrace that? And I think it's... It's extremely challenging. And I think one of the things is to talk about the elephant in the room, to be Mm, able to say, I understand the dynamics that are going on here, but we need to address this particular behavior. Right. I think think you're right about that. And just being open and upfront about it. When you've got a family situation and you've got a junior joining the firm, um, but you've been there a while, you're you're expected to mentor and coach him, but maybe he's your boss. Right. It's a it's a tough situation. If you can survive in that situation, then more power to you. Right. I think I think if you're going to be a part of a family business, a non-family member in a family business, I mean, you're right. signing up for some of this. Right. So let's just let's just admit that you're going to sign up for this. Um, but I think I think I like where you were going with, you know, go to this this young whippersnapper, you know, right. whatever, and say, hey, listen, you know, my job is to make you successful. I know that your your role is the future president or whatever right. of this company. My, that's not my role. I won't. I'll never get yep, there. Yep. So, um, I I don't want I, I don't want you to feel threatened. Yep. Um, I like this I'm, direction. I'm here to help you. Yep. Um, but I've got a lot of skills and gifts and experiences, and I want you to rely on me for those things. Yep. And, and I, you know, um, but I don't want your job. I know that you're the the heir apparent. I think another tactic you can take on that is to be able to say, hey, because of the fact that you're related, they're going to think you didn't earn this. So what yeah, can we yeah. do? To oh. build your credibility to the fact of like, there's no doubt in anybody's mind, you deserve this. Like, I like that. Like, yeah. here's the expectations, but you need to be so far out and paced of them that right. nobody even questions this right. decision. Right. I think that's great. I think it disarms that that 
family member that they don't have to pretend to be something they're not. Well, and it takes your tactic of, hey, I'm not vying for your position. Right. So let's work together to make sure you're the best at the position you can be. And I think even back to this situation to help the spouse say, my job here is to help you succeed. And this isn't succeeding right now. So what do we need to do to help you get successful? Yeah, I think that's a good approach. I mean, what what other approach does he have? Yeah, not much. You know. Yeah. You know, if he's got if he's getting no support from his boss, he's getting no support from the other partners. Oh, there's Hell's Bells. Just, <laughs> you're just getting warmed up. I know. I know. Can we make this a 28 minute podcast? Going nah, absolutely not. All right. Yeah. All right. So you know, when with as is our custom, we at about a 15 minute mark, we stop. Yeah. We stop talking and having fun, <laughs> and we sum things up. So. Do we want to do a, a quit scale on this? If you're in this situation, this guy's in a pretty hopeless situation, but, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being bail out, 10 being brave it out. Is that a, did I do that right? <laughs> I think you had idea. I don't care. It doesn't matter. The scale doesn't matter. <laughs> one, is, 1 is brave it out, 10 bail. is bail out. Bail. Um, and, and not immediately, but get that resume ready. And this is where I think... I'm serious about the fact of he's got a gift to really try to do this the right way. Yeah. And if it goes bad, uh, bail. Uh, okay, get on so, out of there. So you just you see enough writing on the wall here that. Right. This is it. This is an easy story to say. The cards were stacked against me. And so this yeah. is where and when that's the case, yeah. I think it's actually a chance to take more risk. And by risk, I mean being firm, but following the guidelines yeah. of being objective and putting it all in writing and documenting the performance. OK, well, I, 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 I disagree. I think this I would say brave it out. Yeah. And I think I think we've missed this completely. Yeah. God, I think I think the the recommendation is that he should just try to make her cry, <laughs> and make her life so miserable that she wants to quit. I think the I think the president <laughs> no, no. of the company no, no, no. I, had it right to begin with. That's the only solution here. I think you are onto something here, oh. but I think the trick is to make these three bosses so miserable oh. that they cry and they quit. Um, Boom! Maybe Dropping a little, the mic, uh, I'm walking okay. away. A little corporate espionage, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe work that into your deal with your resume. All right. No, I don't know. This is a tough one. I, I think. I think. In all seriousness, I mean, systematic documentation was great. I think that's the best suggestion. Todd. Yep. You know, it's just make sure that you're in the situation. Let's be objective. Let's be. Let's not be. Make it personal. Let's help her see where her performance is falling short, and hopefully. She'll see the writing on the wall and she'll walk out. Yep. And when you're dealt with a nepotistic boss, help them be better, help them succeed and help them be better than, uh, than what they, uh, the nepotism or the family ties have actually got them into that position. So hey, uh, this was a great one to talk through, Michael. Thank you so much for sending it in, Michael. Yes. Appreciate yeah. it, Michael. Yeah. All right. So if you've got a story to share, we'd love to hear it. And the best and easiest way for you to do that is to go to bravingbadbosses.com and uh, you can share your story right there with us. And we won't put you on the air just because you're related to us. Thanks, Mom, for listening. <laughs> <laughs>